Hey yo, it's your girl Kato and welcome to another episode of Coffee with Carly. I was very excited because I thought this would be the episode I finally get it to air and record on camera. However, it was not too many technical difficulties, but here we are. I just want to say thank you to whoever actually listens to these podcasts because the numbers are always high and I'm just so shocked that there are people listening to me and keeping up with my inconsistent ass because it has been a hot minute again. But you know, life never stops for me. Just finished moving and doing a hundred million things per usual. What's new? Today, I'm going to be covering a very fun episode uh, about generational trauma and family cycles that we cannot seem to break and why. Doesn't that sound like fun? So grab your tissues and get ready to look inward because this is definitely going to be one of those episodes. I talk about a family cycle that can't be broken. It can be anything from physical abuse to drugs, verbal abuse, prostitution, um, marriage, early marriage, no marriage, the way you treat your partner, how you speak to people when you're angry. We could go on for days. Now, people that are around my age, I would say late 20s, early 30s, are finally coming to realize that there was a lot of shit our parents did that might not be right. I do believe that we are having this sort of self-realization that maybe there are to toxic patterns that we carry on in our life because we have access to YouTube, TikTok, and so much information back in the day that our parents didn't have. So getting smacked in the face when you spoke back or getting spankings that were probably a little out of control seemed normal. And there was no way to talk to anybody about these things to learn that these were bad behaviors. And most people my age are very open to exploring this type of trauma with therapists or kind of looking inward. Journaling is very popular. Yoga is popular. There's a lot of healthy habits that are popular as opposed to when my parents were growing up, drugs were popular and partying or, you know, just constantly going out and, and doing crazy things. I mean, that's what they were very into. I'm sure there were healthy people, um, but they were anyone who was healthy was considered a hippie back in the day. I mean, from all the stories my parents and their friends have told me. But yeah, I think that that might be one of the reasons why we are so willing to accept we have trauma and then make changes. So how do we even acknowledge what is a toxic behavior that continues to repeat itself? Well, I just said journaling. Journaling is an awesome way to do this because if you see yourself consistently repeating patterns that are putting you in either good or bad situations, you can look back on this through your journals and everything that you've written and see what behavior takes you to this same place every time. Why do we keep picking the wrong men to enter our life? 
what led us there? What feelings did we have with another man that maybe felt like he was going to be the right one? Are they similar to the ones we're feeling now? And then maybe speaking to a therapist about the type of men you've dated and seeing if you can take a string to the men you've dated and align them back to your parents. This is pretty hard work to do. I feel like I'm at a point where I can kind of do this on my own with gentle guidance from a therapist. But if you have never done any of these things before, I highly, highly recommend you get yourself set up with a therapist. I talk about BetterHelp all the time because not only have I personally used them and my friends have personally used BetterHelp, but they are a phone call away, literally. You can schedule therapy with uh, your therapist. You can do a Zoom call. You can do a phone call. You can text message. So I can be on my way to work. No one has to know that I'm even doing therapy. I can take my time, leave the house, and have a nice conversation with this person. Now, when you have this help to acknowledge these patterns that keep repeating themselves, you will start to pick apart all aspects of your life, right? Whether that is the type of, uh, the type of, I guess, tone or language you might accept from the partner or friends that you have in your life, the way you allow others in general to speak to you, maybe the type of job you have, You'll start to look in all these areas and realize how many things you can actually tie back to not just your upbringing from your parents, but whoever was a big part of your life and youth. Now, this generational trauma usually repeats itself. I can use abuse as an example as an abusive parent who constantly is hitting their kid and harming their kid, whether it's verbal, whether it's physical, and just putting them down over and over again. And then when that kid grows up, the only way that he feels in control and he feels powerful is just like his parent did, which is to hurt, which is to uh, physically abuse. And these cycles just continue to repeat themselves. There is no showing of love or, you know, uh, care, you know, and those things are extremely, extremely sad to see, but are very common. There's many children who have trouble opening up because their parents would make fun of them for crying or for speaking their mind. All these horrible things that we might think as adults aren't toxic cycles that we've carried, but they actually are. So now that we've figured out how we can find out what toxic cycles we're continuously carrying over, we want to ask ourselves, you know, how can we how can we change this? How can we be aware of them? And what do we do moving forward? Again, I tell you to take guidance from a therapist, but if you can't, I would tell you to write down your patterns or behaviors and also right next to it, 
I'll use this one as an example because it's actually the most common one, which is crazy to me. One of the top common ones is actually how we handle money. Crazy. Your youth can 100% affect how you spend or save your money currently. Whether that's that you were never allowed to have anything and now that you have money, you're spending it all or that your parents were always terrible with money and you never had it. So now whenever you get it, you have to spend it because that anxiety of never having that safety net is actually comforting. Crazy. We've I've talked about this before in another Coffee with Carly episode, how poor behavior can actually be comforting and it keeps us feeling like everything is okay because it's all we're used to. There's actually a lot of discomfort that comes with finding these toxic cycles and pulling them apart. There's so much discomfort that comes with this because a lot of people don't even know how to live in peace. A lot of people don't know how to live without anxiety or without chaos happening. I'm reading a book that Reese, shout out to Reese, I love you so much, gave to me. And it's all about just stopping the hurry, stopping that rush feeling and the constant go, go, go. And it's a very uncomfortable process because as you guys know, I am constantly running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So all of the process of bettering yourself is always going to feel uncomfortable. And I want to state that, and that's very important for you to remember, because when you're doing this, I don't want you to give up. And I don't want you to think that it's too hard. And I don't want you to think that it's not the right thing to do just because it's not a good feeling. So write these patterns and write these behaviors down. And you can you can, you know, use TikTok for help and for guidance because there are so many pages that talk about how to get over physical abuse, verbal abuse, um, and like all these different types of generational traumas that we are carrying and their family cycles that we are here to break. I was just talking with a friend yesterday and I feel like now more than ever, there are so many of us that have been chosen to break these family cycles and are strong enough to follow through on the process, stronger than their siblings, stronger than most of the people in their family to say like, I'm going to be the one this ends here. And I hope that you listening now, I hope that you are one of them. So the next step I want you guys to kind of follow along with me on is to understand your responses fully to these triggers. When you receive your paycheck and it's in your bank account, what do you feel in that moment, right? When I say that there are a lot of people who were not good with their money, and by the way, uh, family cycles can also be happy and healthy and positive, Some parents were really, really good with money and taught you how to budget and how to be good with your money. So some people get their paycheck and they already have a certain amount that goes here, certain amount that goes there, all their bills are paid on time and they don't have any debt. 
awesome, but there are mostly bad family cycles that that's what we're here to talk about today. So what is it that you feel when your partner is screaming at the top of their lungs? What are the triggers do you feel? Do you, does your response, does it feel like fear? Does it feel like anger and you want to yell back? Does it feel like a violent feeling where you feel like you want to hit somebody? What is it that you're feeling? These responses that we have in us are most likely similar to how our parents were with us. If you're speaking to your partner because your partner is in front of you and they're crying and they're sobbing and they're trying to work at the relationship and you're shut down and you can't speak, why? When you were growing up, were you told you're not allowed to talk back? Were you told not to cry because boys don't cry? How can you tie it to your youth? Now that you pull all these things out of you and you recognize these responses that you have to the triggers, I highly suggest you to go back to whatever book you're writing in and write that down. Write exactly what you're feeling down. And if you're not using a therapist or a psychologist to get you through this process, the day that you finally do, you'll have all this information, but you'll probably start to see a lot of it for yourself. Now, when you start noticing these responses, you can sort of like develop a hypothesis, right? Brainstorm the underlying reason behind your behavior patterns and everything, you know? pull it all together and try to see what are you going to do moving forward and how can you be different and then make the commitment to yourself to be the one to break the cycles. Now, for instance, if you say I'm very bad with money financially and you are trying to set your own personal budgets and you are still going above budget you constantly find yourself living paycheck to paycheck and you don't understand why. Ask for help. There are people even at banking centers that you don't have to pay for, but if you are open to having somebody help you manage your money, please get help. If you feel like you cannot control your angry outbursts, if you feel like you are having trouble opening up and it's hindering your relationship with your partner, with your children, with anyone, please ask for help. This journey is not an easy one. And a lot of times it requires us to have conversations with our parents that are very, very uncomfortable, but it's all a part of growing up and it's all a part of healing yourself. You have to remember that through these types of journeys, sometimes you can offend, you can disturb somebody else in this process. You can make other people feel uncomfortable because you have changed behavior, but none of that is important because what's important is healing you and taking care of you because you come first. If you're not okay, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And you'll notice how when you do start going through these healings, you find yourself crying a lot because at least in my case and in other people's cases that I'm I'm close to, you find yourself crying a lot because you look back and you think about 
maybe some of the stuff you went through with friends in your life. It doesn't even have to just be family with friends in your life with teachers. I was walking, watching a documentary on Netflix and it's of a teacher from my high school and how he was like sexually assaulting children. And you, you think of all these things and you're just like, wow, it's very emotional because there's a lot that you looked past. And for some of us, there's a lot that you just black out. I know that there are parts of my life that I just went blank through and I forgot them. And when somebody brings them up, I think to myself like, oh my God, I can't believe I I went through that. I forgot these things. May you forget them because that's your brain's safety net, right? Is to just move on and forget. This... This episode to me is so important in a hundred million different ways. And I can only thank you guys for sticking along the journey to hear this one through and applaud you for wanting to listen to something to educate yourself on this matter. Because I know if you're listening to it, you probably went through some tough shit or maybe you didn't and you just want to make sure you're not carrying any type of alcoholic traits or or any dysfunction and you don't want to bring it into your new family, whatever the case is, I applaud you. And I thank you for being strong enough and brave enough to look inward to see how you can break the cycles and stop the toxic behaviors and move forward in a healthy way. And I love you guys so much for coming to listen to me, even though I go MIA on you all the time. I promise one day I will get the consistency and my schedule will finally start flowing in a very happy, (laughs) nice way. Um, but until then, I'm so grateful for your patience and for all that you guys do for me. I love you so much. Shop Casa Carly, shop Gomo, and God bless you as always.